You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hello, coaches. We are going to do another on-air coaching session. That's essentially where I coach a coach about what her particular target audience could be, and possibly we'll get into the niche piece as well. So I'm really excited to talk to Casey Onder today. Casey, I want you to introduce yourself. Perfect. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm uh, Casey Onder, obviously, and I am a industrial organizational psychologist by training. I recently, uh, one year ago, I left a job in leadership consulting to pursue a career in entrepreneurship and an independent coaching practice. I'm very interested in the idea of helping be as feel as successful as they look. Um, That's been a struggle for me over the years. So I'm, I'm interested in reforming our ideas about what work should be in the U.S. specifically, because I've done a lot of traveling. That's sort of my life work right now. Cool. You have some pretty strong ideas, while also many ideas about what you want to do with your niche and your target audience. And so what what I would love to do first is just have you enumerate a few of your favorite ideas in terms of a target audience. Are you up for that? Yes. Okay, great. Go for it. Okay. So I have two, I have a few different ideas and they're pretty different. So that's the struggle. One is I'm interested in people who are at a similar state in their careers as I was a few years ago, sort of hating what they're doing, knowing that this is not, you know, what they want to pursue as a career for the rest of their lives and feeling very lost as to what to do moving forward because they've invested so much in that one thing. So that's a that's an audience of particular interest and in who I resonate with a lot, um, especially as people get into their early 30s and things aren't falling into place like they hoped. I, I sort of resonate with the the thinkers, the creatives, and the some in some respects the technical people. So I thought about working with people with technical backgrounds who, again, are feeling stuck in their role and want to make a switch or they're overworking. So I'm very interested in people that are in industries that are very demanding, um, where they're sort of losing themselves. So that's the, so there are common threads there, but it's, if I had to categorize those, it's um, maybe I would call them techies in transition, burned out consultants or people, again, people in those very demanding occupations or people that are sort of aspiring creatives or they want to make a real impact in the world, but they sort of sold out for what they thought success was in the past. Anything else that's really at the top of the pile? Identify with women's challenges, especially women who are very bright. And again, they're, they're following the path of success is others have defined it, but they want to make their own way. But I feel like that's overdone right now. So I'm a little bit iffy on that one and what it would look like, but it's something that really strikes a chord with me. Okay, great. There's some themes that are weaving through them. And mm-hmm. 
it seems like it's really important to listen to the part of you that resonates and has particular interest in a particular way of working with your clients. So I'm listening to that one as sort of the the one that's vibrating, if you will, <laughs> the one that's getting my attention, it's flashing. They're people who are in a similar state that you were in a couple of years ago, and they are not really excited about what they have been pursuing. And right. in one of your blogs, actually, that I read, you said something about burdened by it. It's It, it really says a lot. So I'm wondering there's any reason to pursue anything else than this one that you resonate so much with. <laughs> I want to change the world and how we approach work. And, you know, I went to France because they have a 35-hour work week and I, you know, I quit my job and traveled the world and I have this completely different concept of success now. But I think it applies to so many audiences. So to your question, it's like, yes, I can, I'm okay with working with those people, but who are, who are those people and how can I find them? Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's done. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're done. We're going to hang up here. No, no, I'm not saying it's done, but it, it gives us a solid direction to start yeah. reeling down from there. When you were talking about the thinkers who are burned out, I heard some hesitation, like there's a lot of caveats, it seems like of, of working with the text. Yes. So I'm just wondering if you could let that one go because it seems like it's problematic. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I just know that I connect well with those people. So it'd almost be easy for me, but that doesn't mean I should do it, right? Like I should do the easy thing. Right. Well, you know, everybody's different. You know, some people really want to get their business off the ground with something mm -hmm. that's easier for them and then branch out. Um, other people know themselves to be someone who is so heart-driven yeah. that it's really got to be something that lands with their passion in a much you know, more deeper way in order for them to really be able to have the drive to move forward. Right. On the ladder. I mean, I didn't, yeah. Yeah, I didn't quit my job and do all these crazy things so that I could settle for something, you know. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the third one, you know, you talked about women who are bright and I think that can kind of fit into the first one. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So going back to people who were or are at, at a similar state that you were mm -hmm. and not really keen on what they have been pursuing career-wise, mm -hmm. that resonates for you. So what we need to do, I think, is is really narrow people. People obviously is a non- niche. It's a non-audience. Right. It's everyone. So are you wanting to work with people to create a new career? Yes. Either create a new career or create a new approach to the career that they okay. have. Okay. Yep. So it could be that they're staying in their career, maybe even staying in the company that they're working for, mm -hmm. but they are basically going to have some sort of sea change in the way they think about it, the way they navigate in, in that day-to-day -day world. Exactly. Like I, that, like the ultimate problem I'm trying to solve is people that don't feel like they're in control of their own lives because they've been playing by a rule book that they haven't identified yet. Okay, good. The heart of the problem is transforming their relationship to work into their career more broadly. You do have a bead on what you want to do. That's great. 
that's exciting, you know, and it fits with your background and your personality and what you care about, what lights you up. I just think that is really something to celebrate. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you feel it? Yeah, I feel it, but I feel, I have this frustration, right? Because like I, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm very capable. I have a lot to offer. I'm smart and I want to have the impact now, like I'm ready, but I need to, you know, have a target market to be able for people to understand what I'm talking about. Yep. You have mentioned some adjectives that I think are really important. High achievers. Mm-hmm. And you also mentioned people who come from successful families. Yeah. And I thought that was really intriguing because I got a picture in my mind of the kind of family where the mom and dad are at the peak of their careers too. And they ha- they're somebody, you know, they're recognized somehow. They've done something amazing. And maybe the other kids in the family too are are quite driven. And maybe it's one of those families where everybody has a PhD or (laughs) that kind of thing. And that's a really particular kind of come from, right? Mm -hmm. People will self-select into that description. Right. So for example, it could be something like high achieving women from ambitious families who are driven to pursue a career that has become a burden to them. Mm. And that's a little long-winded, but at least we're getting the flavor of the avatar or the target audience here. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder, what do you think about that group? Oh, yeah. I would love to work with that group. Yeah. I thought so, too. Um, Do you come from that kind of family? Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Hi, coaches. I am pausing this episode for just a minute to ask you a question. Have you figured out yet where to find enough clients for you who really get the value of coaching and will pay you well for it? See, most people don't know they want coaching. So it's up to you to show that you solve a real problem that's worth their investment. And that starts by knowing your zone of genius and then aligning it to a unique audience who does invest in their own transformation. I would really like to help you get this piece right, because your niche is what helps you stand out in the crowd, grab attention, and engage clients. After that, we can go on to make everything in your business more powerful and congruent, from your brand to your messaging to web copy, and a free offer that shows off your gifts while it pre-sells people into your signature program. I will teach you how to enroll clients that pay you well without being salesy. Now, I know everybody loves group programs, but have you taken a bunch of those business building group programs online or in person, and then you found it hard to apply what you learned? You're not alone in that. Let me help you with personalized support. Get on to a successful path with confidence. Take a first step with me. Grab a strategy session now. Go to prosperouscoach.com slash strategy. Prosperouscoach.com slash strategy. And let's get it done together. I would love to work with you. Now, back to the episode. 
And isn't it great that as coaches, we can develop a business that basically serves ourselves, you know? (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think it's a normal thing to do, by the way. Let's talk about where these people from ambitious families kind of, are they a professional of some sort? Yes. I mean, they'd have to be in a relatively prestigious or, you know, lucrative role. Okay. Have you thought at all about the types of professionals that go to school for it, like doctors, lawyers? Yeah. I mean, most of my friends are one of those things. Aha. Okay. (laughs) But I don't, I I would feel like an outsider approaching that audience. I, I have friends, but they don't, most of them don't, you know, for a, a position like that, it's very specialized. They're not going to switch careers. Like, you know, they put, that's a very specific role and they expect to be sort of beaten up by it in order to get whatever they want. So I, I don't, I don't see like lawyers and JD or lawyers and MDs as hungry for what I'm offering. Okay. Maybe not. I Can I play a little devil's advocate with you? Sure. Okay. So, so doctors, I I agree. Probably not. They're probably not going to leave their field, but you would be surprised how many people go to law school, but they get into it and they hate it. They just hate it. So I do think that lawyers are a potential audience. Now I know that I have said that if you're not in their club, it's usually not a good group, but there's a difference here. There's two differences here. One is you seem to know a lot of these people. A couple. Okay. <laughs> Who might be able to give you entree. So that's one thing. The other thing is you're not trying to help them be a better lawyer. Right. So that being in the club thing, it might be different if you're speaking to high achieving lawyers from ambitious families. Mm-hmm. who want to break free from that sort of unwritten law <laughs> right. of, you know what I mean? So, um, so that's a possibility. I think if you have any interest, if you could imagine yourself helping those people break free. For the people that are, yeah, for the people that are interested, the other, I mean, the other group that's related, it's management consultant, which is basically what I was doing more prestigious management consulting firms sort of hating their role, um, you know, and they have, they want something more heartfelt or cause motivated or purpose driven, not to say that you can't have that in those roles, but sort of like the, the core of the issue I'm interested in is people that are in very profit driven or prestige motivated roles using their left brains all the time who are ultimately at the end of the day, more right brained people. That's great. How exciting is that audience to you? You know, profit-driven, left-brain-stuck management consultants who want to be more purpose-driven. Oh, that's super exciting. Because, I mean, they're so talented. Such a, It's so sad to me that they're, like, unhappy and they're not even maybe producing at their full potential because they're not seeing value in it. Well, that's pretty exciting right there. Mm-hmm. The, the more sort of left brain question now, (laughs) which is how will you find management consultants? Would that be easy for you? It's not easy in the sense that I don't know of, or there are not like really clear groups for that. It's not like financial professionals or 
something like that. They're more scattered, but I mean, it's easy to find them on LinkedIn just by job title. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the way that you want to market to these people, are you the type of person who really likes the face-to-face? You like to network, you like to have voice-to-voice conversations with one person? I think my, I think my gut may say I like being in person with these, with these people. Yeah. And the thing I know is that you love to travel. Yes. And you also want an international business. Yeah. So could you imagine yourself flying wherever you want to fly and maybe having part of that experience wherever you go be to seek out some networking meetings that you could go to, not with any kind of hard sell kind of goal in mind, because we all know with networking, that doesn't work anyway. What really works is connection. Mm. And so going and having the kind of conversations that you really enjoy having and sure, bringing along your business card, but you know, mostly what you're trying to do is connect with a human being there. Right. Could you imagine that? I could, I don't, you know, I don't want to be in a position where I have to travel all the time. Of course not. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I could definitely, I'm very open to new experiences, so it's exciting and it's exciting to see things. Good. Well, do management consultants ever hang out together? Are there any ways in which they they connect and have a community? You know, that's a good question. I have not found good groups for that. I mean, these people work a lot. Um, so what in my position, it, we have such a small boutique firm, there was no, I didn't, I couldn't network with anyone. So I don't, I don't know. I, I would have to like do some research on that. So What's happening for me now is that I'm I'm sort of waffling between these two ideas of of the high achievers from mm-hmm. ambitious families and then narrowing to the management consultants. I'm I'm wondering how hard it will be for you to actually find these people. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like they do keep to themselves and and that does make your marketing job difficult. You know, it's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you if you cannot connect with the target audience that you are thinking about, it actually isn't all that viable. Right. So, I'm kind of leaning back towards a little bit more of a broad audience. Now, I'm I'm a big fan of narrowing. I think it does help you uh, quite a bit, but I'm just wondering if you said high achieving professionals, mm-hmm. that would give you a little bit of chance to to try different types of professionals. For example, have some conversations with lawyers, have some conversations with different kinds of consultants, have some conversations with other types of professionals that you can meet and see how eager they are to share with you about their lives. Now, I want to emphasize this. When I work with my clients and once the good audience is is chosen, Mm -hmm. the next step is to go out and do some informational interviews. And it's a very specific set of questions that's designed to uncover psychographics. It is not at all designed to sell you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, one of the things that happens is by doing that market research, you start to see how accessible is this audience? How much are they willing to talk to me? And, you know, how difficult is it to set up the sessions? It, it's not at all about, 
hey, I'm a coach and I want to interview you to see if you're a good client. It's not about that at all. It's so that they feel safe from that kind of, of approach. Right. What do you think about high achieving professionals? I love it because that really, that's the heart of what I'm saying. You know, it's, yeah. it's not about a certain position, but I don't really know who these people are and how I'm targeting them. Well, here's what you do know. You know that you're in the career track. Right. You are appealing to a pain point in them, something very particular that is probably a, a pretty significant problem for some mm-hmm. of them, probably. So it's language, it's your messaging that's really going to wake these people up because they're going to mm-hmm. recognize themselves in it. Right. And then you have to have, and this is, again, something more that I do with my clients is you have to have a program to enroll in that it has the structure and it has the outcomes that they really do want. And again, that comes from the market research. Right. Yeah. So what would be okay is to be able to go ahead and go out. You've got enough of a, a narrow audience that you could take the next steps. Mm. All of those questions are down the road a bit. I think what's most intriguing is this idea of high achievers coming from ambitious families who are not, they, they know they're not in the right place. Mm-hmm. They know they're not pursuing something that really makes their heart sing. And And then you have the opportunity to help them awaken whatever that purpose-driven angle will be, whether that's to alter their approach to their current job or career, or whether it's to change it up somehow. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about all this? Yeah, it's, it's great. Are you at a place where you feel like you're able to take a next step? Yes. Cool. Congratulations. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. I love the way your mind works. And I feel like you have so much that you're bringing to the table, Casey. And I know that you're going to make something really exciting out of this for yourself. Thank you very much. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.